Thank you very much for joining us today. I'm Joe Cerincioni. I'm a nuclear and national security analyst here in Washington, D.C. Been doing it for about 35 years, most recently as the president of Plowshares Fund. I just retired a few months ago. And I'm here with Nick Miller. Introduce yourself, Nick. Hi. Uh, as Joe said, my name is Nick Miller. I'm an assistant professor at Dartmouth College. Uh, my research focuses on nuclear nonproliferation policy. I published a book back in 2018 called Stopping the Bomb, which analyzes uh, the history and effectiveness of U.S. efforts to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons. And we're going to talk about just that today. In six minutes, we're going to run down the Trump administration's policy on Iran. In my opinion, the greatest diplomatic achievement of the Obama administration was negotiating the Iran anti-nuclear accord, which shrank the Iran nuclear program down to a fraction of its size, froze it for a good two decades, and put it under the most intrusive inspection regime in, in the world. And the biggest failure of the Trump administration was pulling out of that accord without any plan of, of what to do next. Uh, and there's been some recent developments uh, on this front just this week. Nick, you follow this closely. What just happened at the UN? Right. So there's this whole debate going on right now about whether the United States can force the snapback of UN sanctions on Iran that were lifted as part of the nuclear deal. Uh, so this goes back to about two weeks ago. Originally, the Trump administration was trying to extend the arms embargo on, on Iran that was slated to expire in October as part of the nuclear deal. That effort failed, and so they decided their next step was to try to get uh, all UN sanctions snapped back as kind of a workaround for restoring the arms embargo, as well as a bunch of additional restrictions. Um, obviously, this has created a lot of controversy, uh, as only participants in the nuclear deal have the right to invoke snapback. Uh, and as we all know, Trump withdrew from the deal back in 2018. Um, pretty much every member of the Security Council has rejected the U.S.'s right to do this. Uh, just today, Indonesia, the current president of the Security Council, said that in their view, snapback had not, in fact, uh, been triggered by the United States. And so it seems to me the likely outcome of this is the Trump administration basically declaring after the 30-day window that snapback has occurred, and most of the rest of the world is just going to reject that sanctions uh, have been reimposed. Uh, and, and, and this is part of the Trump administration's maximum pressure campaign, this idea that if you just squeezed Iran hard enough, that they would be forced to comply with U.S. demands or, and preferably for some, that they would collapse completely. But you've been one of the best critics of this approach. How has that maximum pressure campaign worked out? Uh, it's not going well at all. So the Trump administration you know, unveiled 12 demands that Iran would have to meet to get sanctions relief. Uh, obviously, no new deal has been reached. Iran has rejected all of these 12 demands. Uh, but even worse than that, I think if you look at the changes in Iranian behavior since the maximum pressure campaign began, they're moving in the opposite direction from what the Trump administration wants. Uh, Iran is enriching more uranium. Uh, their breakout time has been cut in half. More attacks on U.S. troops in Iraq missiles being fired at Saudi Arabia and U.S. bases in Iraq. Uh, and so the list really goes on and on there. Uh, at the end of the day, I think Trump probably wants a better deal, but he doesn't really know how to get it. Uh, and he has people like Pompeo whispering in his ear, who I don't think actually are interested in diplomacy and are hoping that the sanctions will uh, lead the regime to collapse there. Right. And Pompeo's in that camp, you know, closer to John Bolton, 
who, whose game all along when he was national security advisor was to destroy the deal, burn diplomatic bridges, and hope that there would be a, a point where you could actually go to war with Iran. In fact, he says one of the reasons he left the administration was his disappointment that Trump did not go to war. Do, do you see any prospect for Trump negotiating a better deal before he leaves office? And what do you think might happen if Trump is reelected? Would he get a better deal then? Uh, so in recent days, Trump has said if he's reelected, there's going to be a new deal with Iran within weeks. Those are his words. Uh, I think that's nonsense. Um, it would be very painful for Iran to continue under these sanctions, but I still think they'd only make a deal if Trump radically scaled back his demands and offered sanctions relief. Even then, Trump would have to overcome the resistance of his advisors. Uh, what do you think might happen if Biden wins the election? Well, like Trump, there were different uh, factions inside the Biden administration. But in, in this case, they're all united on diplomacy as the lead instrument of U.S. policy. And they've all campaigned. Biden is campaigning on this and his advisors believe this. Tony Blinken, for example, Jake Sullivan, one of the two of the people who worked on the original deal. And Biden has said he will rejoin the Iran deal on day one. There's a caveat in that, though. As long as Iran returns to compliance with the deal itself, because as soon as the U.S. started to leave, Iran started to match it sort of incrementally uh, exceeding the limits on enriching uranium, for example, or how much enriched uranium they could store, which is why, as you point out, they're closer to a bomb now. So this get, is going to get tricky for Obama. I believe he has to rejoin the deal first, like rejoin that immediately in order to gain the leverage and the standing that they need to get Iran back into compliance. If you start demanding that Iran turn to compliance and then and only then will the U.S. return to compliance, I think that's a losing a hand. But that's the kind of things the Biden administration is going to have to work out right in the first few weeks of its new administration. All right. Well, we're out of time. Uh, it was great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too, Nick.